Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is 134 in Edmonton game night. Bob Stoffer in a frigid Rogers place. But I have a feeling it'll be heated out on the ice tonight. The Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings, third time they meet this season. The Oilers with the best record in the National Hockey League in terms of points percentage since the Kings walloped them 6-3 in LA back on January 9th. We're going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Our Oilers now headliner today is presented by Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Uh, he spent parts of five seasons with the Edmonton Oilers, was a huge uh, part of the 06 playoff run, went on to win two Stanley Cups with the LA Kings. He serves as a Kings analyst and uh, does some development for them as well. We welcome back to the show, Jared Stoll. Jared, how you doing? Good to see you too. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bob. Hey, it's never good to see me, so you must have been talking to somebody a lot nicer than I'm, You know where I am, Bob, right now? I am actually uh, with my buddies from back home, and I uh, we came to the Cecilia Pasta Kitchen because we always came here for a pregame meal back in the day, and all my buddies and myself, we wanted to come back here for a little game day pregame meal, and uh, I was just saying bye to our waitress, the same waitress we had 10, 15 years ago. So, there you go. Um, this is the one downtown? The, obviously the <laughs> downtown, one downtown, yeah. not the one in yeah. the southwest yeah. part of the city. Yeah. No, downtown, downtown, yeah. I was at, I was at, so, uh, I got a leg roll last night, actually. I, I know you've been there as oh, well. Nice. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, this is going to be a heck of a matchup. I mean, these are two of the teams that have been yep. playing, I, I think, in the month of March. I got the best two records in the NHL. Tell us about what's worked for LA. Uh, you, you know, you're part of this organization. Has, uh, yeah. has Todd McClellan accelerated the process here? Um, or, you know, are, are they kind of tracking where everybody thought? Uh, give me your perspective on this, Jared. Well, I don't know if they're tracking the way everybody thought, maybe outside of our, our organization, but definitely where we're at right now is what uh, kind of think where we thought we would be, pushing for the division title and, um, to be honest, pushing for the, the conference uh, title too as well. So, yeah, no, it's, I think we've been just doing it playing as a team that's probably the best way i could describe it it's, it's not one or two or three people are are carrying this team right now it's it's a full team commitment full team wins like almost every single night so um you know the goaltending has solidified a little bit uh corpus has played really really well since he came over from columbus he lost the other night in, in calgary that was his first loss uh as a member of the team, but uh, Copley's still playing well. And then defensively, you know, and I think the last two or three years, everyone's known we've been a pretty good structured team. Not, don't give up much, frustrate teams. Saw it last year in the playoffs against Edmonton, and, you know, I know it went to game seven, and the, the big boys still had all their points, but, but I think we uh, we matched up pretty well against them. And, and now we got Fiala going this year, and he's he's really, really impressive. I, uh, I didn't know much about him before we got him, and, He's been unbelievable for the just the offense, you know, the the excitement, the creativity, how dynamic he is, and 
Um, he's helped the power play a lot, so the power play has been really good, winning us games, which I, you know, you can't really, couldn't really say that in the past with uh, with the LA Kings being a being a top ten power play, it just never happened. So. I think right now we're fifth, maybe, and uh, yeah, this uh, tonight's going to be a going to be a pretty good matchup. Uh, you got Korpisalo and Gavrikov in the same trade. Gave up a little bit of future. Uh, Gavrikov, I, I mentioned the stat before: uh, 172 minutes with Matt Roy and nine goals for, one goal against when they've been on the ice. 73% expected goals for, Jared. For the analytics geeks, that is an off-the-charts number. He's obviously you needed a left shot D. He's answered the bill, hasn't he? has yeah he's he's a lot better than i than i thought as well i didn't know much about him when we got him and just uh closes really well great stick uh hard to play against i think in the playoffs that's gonna if we do play the Oilers, which is what it's kind of looking like uh, a little bit i know there's some games left things things could change but he's gonna be huge to to, to match up against uh, really anybody and you know on the on the second player so we got the top four with mikey and drew and and then uh, Matty Roy, like you said, that's, uh, that's a pretty good top four right there defensively. And they can chip in offensively, not uh, nothing crazy, but it's uh, it's going to be hard to play against those guys, especially for seven games. Uh, can you maybe speak to the mismatches Todd McClellan creates by playing Fiala as a third-line left wing going against third pairings? Yeah, yeah, well well put. Um, yeah, it just shows the depth we've had all season, uh, and that's why we've scored a lot of goals or more goals than we you know, usually had scored at this point in the season. So yeah, just guys are guys are having good years. Guys are having breakout years. And um, Fiala, I know a lot of people when they look at the the depth chart and the the lineup. You know, he's just on the third line. What's going on? It's really not that. He just makes everybody around him better. Um, so he makes our third line pretty darn good. And you know, Quinton Byfield moving up to the top line with Kopitar and Kempe. He adds he adds a lot to that line. You know, he just uh, – the size, the speed, Kempe on the other wing with his speed. And um, he's done really well, well with that line. That line has uh, really taken off since uh, Quinton's been, been put there. So just a lot of good things depth-wise, uh, top to bottom in the lineup. You're involved in development. You mentioned Byfield, uh, and Turcotte's had some concussion issues, I believe, that sort of derailed him a little bit. But I look at the fact that you got, you know, a fifth overall pick in Turcotte. He still has a chance to be, be a player. Byfield second and 20. Brent Clark tearing it up with Barry in the uh, OHL. He's got 61 yeah. points in 31 games. You guys don't even have in the full impact yet from those three. They're going to help make yeah. you better too, aren't, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and Turk, Turk's back playing with the Ontario Reign. He's playing really, really well. Yeah, they had a couple setbacks, but he's, he's healthy again, and um, he is trending in the right direction. It's taken him a little little while as a fifth uh, fifth overall pick, but it doesn't uh, doesn't happen easy for everybody. But he's figuring it out. And yeah, Brand Clark. He's uh, everybody saw him at the World Juniors this year and learned a lot with the Kings. Um, you know, before that, you know, learned a lot of uh, good habits, and then you know went back to Barry. And like you said, two points a game as a defenseman uh, to finish the year in Barry. That's that's pretty impressive. So uh, yeah, a lot of good prospects still uh, still haven't played regularly for the Kings. So hopefully that bodes well for the future, five, six, seven years, and a couple more Stanley Cups. Got a little bit nasty, Jared, just to wrap up, because I know your time's precious and you're with your friends. Uh, got a little nasty the last time the two teams played. Nothing wrong with that, right? Not yeah. supposed to like each other and nope. sit, sit there and sing nope. Kumbaya, are they? So uh, it, nope. it's not old school maybe like it was back when you played, but that was a fun game. <laughs> You're looking forward to it from that end. How much, because, uh, you know, you got the number one and number two ranked power plays in the league tonight. Uh, I think you have to kind of keep it in check. But that said, 
Is this really this game and the game Tuesday an extension of what potentially could be, a, you know, maybe a nine-game series when it's all said and done? Yeah, I think so. And uh, just how how the series went last year is a heck of a series. And I don't know if people really thought that it would be, but it, it turned out that way. And yeah, it got pretty nasty. Uh, I remember Mikey Anderson. Yeah. You know, he was uh, he got fired up with uh, you know Drysaddle and McDavid. were frustrated with him. And um, no, it's it's going to be great that they play each other. Uh, you know, twice here down the stretch. And, um, just how well both teams are playing too, right? Just uh, figuring out ways to get wins, get points, and and keep pace with with Vegas. And uh, all three teams are clumped up, and a lot a uh, lot will be seen here in the next uh, ten days, two weeks. But uh, tonight's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to be in the building and and watch this one. Jarrett, those boys from Saskia, they're making lots of money these days. So I hope they paid for lunch. <laughs> they actually did pay for lunch. Yeah, yeah. One of the well, he's not from Saskatchewan though. He's from Ontario, so they're making a lot of money too out there. All right. Awesome. Hey, thanks for fitness in, okay? No problem, Bob. All right. Take care. Yeah. That, that is Jared Stoll joining us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline as the Edmonton Oilers tonight take on the Los Angeles Kings. We will tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50-plus years. They're still making it great. You can get their new Canadian Club Pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, and fresh tomatoes. You can visit royalpizza.ca, 15 uh, locations in the Edmonton and surrounding area. And Jared Stoll today was our Oilers now headliner for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. When we come back, it's a Thursday. We'll get to the Oilers now prospect report for Reface Magic and also... This day in Oilers history, it was a significant one for the Edmonton Oilers organization. It is 144 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. So at 125, and it is currently 147 in Edmonton, I read a text, uh, a long-winded text from Haji, who basically said when the Oilers play against the good teams, they play to win. And when they play against the poor teams, they play to score. Camshaft says, Bob, the texter made a very good point. Makes sense to me. I feel the team also plays too loose and lack urgency at times against lower-seeded teams. Again, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Uh... (laughs) No, I can't read that text, Mike, but thank you. Uh, Gord Oil says, Bob, uh, what would the league ruling be on the potential cap circumvention in Boston with Taylor Hall being ready and skating with the team for the last seven days? I don't know. I don't know how uh, that would all end up playing out. Uh, All they have to do is put Felino on LTIR and Hall can be activated at any time in Boston. Randy and Brooks says, Bob, penalties will play a huge role in tonight's game. Oilers cannot afford to give L.A. the balance of the power play chance as well. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, it was the timing. The first time the Oilers played L.A. this season, Edmonton got less than a minute and a half worth of power play time. Uh, and it did play a factor in the game. The Oilers were coming back on an, off an extended road trip. They did not have, it's right after Vander Kane sliced his uh, wrist tendons. They didn't have Kane, nor did they have Yamamoto. And the Kings came in, and it was all business for L.A. The second time the teams met, Edmonton got sliced and diced, gave up four uh, goals on the PK, and it was the game was over. And it was a, it was a tough, and, you know, the, the goaltending was not great that night either. Uh, and the Oilers lost 6-3. They did make it 5-3 before the Kings got an eventual empty w- an enter. I will say that if 
uh, which, if one of the two teams gets multiple opportunities early in the game, it could play a huge, a huge um, a factor in the game. Interesting, Bob, that Jarrett Stoll perceived that Drysaddle was frustrated with Mikey Anderson versus the reality that Anderson slew-footed him or it was at least responsible. Yeah, that is interesting. That is. Uh, you know, it is also interesting that Mikey Anderson and uh, Drew Doughty have played the most together this year of any uh, defense uh, partners in the entire National Hockey League. That pairing's played the most. Maybe that has to change. Again, you can. Ta- I just say this: uh, it's an investment to be physical when you're playing against a team like LA, who you might be playing again down the road. All right. Without further ado, we're going to get into the Oilers Now prospect report for Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace. Reface. And here's Brendan Escott. Uh, Dylan Holloway, as I mentioned, uh, goals now in back-to-back games down in Bakersfield since returning from a shoulder injury. Edmonton's first-round pick, 14th overall from 2020, has nine points in 51 NHL games this year, and now a trio of goals on the farm. Likely to remain down there uh, during this uh, time where he can tune up his game and then get called up as a black ace. Bob, you've mentioned time and again, how that salary cap does not count in yeah. the playoffs. Uh, just ask Tampa Bay. Yeah, well, and in, and in fairness to Dylan Holloway, I mean, he was a cap casualty. That's what ended up transpiring at the time that uh, the Oilers were making the machinations that they did, and uh, and then he subsequently went down to the American Hockey League and he injured his shoulder. And uh, that's been a big loss for Keith Gretzky's squad. No, Philp did not play last night. He, uh, you know, got, got in a fight. Um and then got banged up in the boards. I think it's going to be short-term for Philp. Xavier Borgo has not played for at least the last three weeks, by my count. 13 goals, 31 points in 56 games, plus seven. Uh, you know, Holloway uh, is at three goals in four games. Raphael Lavoie, 22 goals, 40 points in 53 games, plus eight. And, uh, you know, he, he certainly picked it up after a slow start. But Bakersfield's got to get back to winning games. Keith has texted us. Bob, the 6-3 loss to the LA Kings back on January 9th changed the Oilers' season. It was meant to be. Well, you can make that argument. The Oilers have been a completely different team since then, and they got a completely different team going tonight. They, they got Evander Kane in the lineup tonight. They have Vincent DeHarnay on D tonight. Uh, and, you know, Evander Kane plays on a line with Leon Dreisaitl. You know, uh, I think we think that we'll see RNH and Hyman uh, with McDavid and the Kings will try to, you would assume, to get Dowdy and Anderson out against them. Maybe at some point, Evander Kane's out against Mikey Anderson. Evander's not afraid to make things difficult for others out on the ice as well. You can text us at 780-496-0063. As we go to one of the most significant dates in Oilers history for New West Travel. Fly private charter for a five-day golf getaway to Pinehurst, North Carolina in October. Details at newwesttravel.com. We're going to go all the way back in the state to 1979. Brennan Escott, what happened? The NHL announcing the expansion of the league from 17 to 21 teams with the acquisition of four teams from the WHA. Hartford, Winnipeg, Quebec City, and Edmonton. Not bad. Three of those four franchises would go on to win 
Stanley Cups. One of them won five of them. That would be the Edmonton Oilers. Of course, the Quebec uh, Nordiques would go to Colorado. Oh, wait, how many have they won? i got to remember how many Colorado. They've won three since going to uh, uh, Colorado, so that's eight. And the Carolina Hurricanes uh, were once the Hartford Whalers. And Carolina's won one. So they've gone on to win nine Stanley Cups since uh, the 1979 WHA expansion, which saw Hartford, Winnipeg, Quebec City, and Edmonton. For the record, I would not. I, I know Minnesota beat Colorado last night. I would not. Um, I would not look past Colorado for a second. I think Colorado's still going to be the team to beat out of the Western Conference. I, 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 I'm sensing there's a lot of people nervous about the LA Kings. They should be. Todd McClellan's a really good coach, and the Kings have a good team. There's no question about it. Um, you know, if the Oilers take care of business here the rest of the way, they would most likely finish uh, theoretically as high as uh, first place. You know, if you run the table. But you only got to start one game at a time, and it starts tonight against L.A. We got uh, a lot coming up over the course of the next, um, oh, next 70 or hours or so. We'll tell you that we've got uh, the face-off show today at 5.30 with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, Jack Michaels, myself, and Brendan Escott. Puck drop at 7 p.m. Again, uh, Cam, me, Rob, Reed, Brendan have the radio for you. Jack, Louie. Uh, Gene, Jason Strudwick, and myself will be involved in the TV broadcast in the intermission. Tomorrow, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Abe's Door Service. And Colin Priestner, the general manager, president of the Saskatoon Blades, who've got Connor Bedard coming into town. Guess what? They're sold out for the playoffs. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then Chelsea Unchad with Chelsea Bird. I'll rejoin you with Reed Wilkins live from Studio 99 at 535.